Hey, everybody, it's Andrea. Before we start today's show, I have a super quick announcement to share with all of you. Beginning in April, I'm going to be launching a series of college to career live weekend boot camps to help graduating seniors as well as juniors who are confused about what jobs or careers they might want to pursue when they graduate. So imagine going from confused to confident with at least three different career options you'd be psyched to explore by the end of day one of the boot camp. And then learning the tools, tactics, and the strategies to find those jobs by the end of day two. The boot camp is live and it's led by me over Zoom. And you can learn more about it at College to Career Academy. That's college, the number two, career dot academy. Or you can just look me up on LinkedIn and check out the featured section of my LinkedIn page. I can't imagine a better graduation gift for the college students in your life. Thanks so much for listening, and I know you're going to enjoy my next incredible guest. Hi there, I'm Andrea Koppel, and it's time for coffee, the podcast where you get to hear firsthand what the jobs and careers that interest you the most are really like. Hey there, Java junkies. Welcome to another K-Cup mini episode of Time for Coffee. By the way, K-Cups come in three sizes, single, double, and triple shots, or roughly one minute, five minutes, or 10 minutes in length. So if you don't have time to throw back an entire caffeinated career conversation, these K-Cup mini episodes of T4C can give you a quick caffeinated fix, whether you're on the go or you only have a few minutes to binge. So grab your mug and take a chug, because it's time for a caffeinated career triple shot K-Cup with my guest, Dave Asprey. And I want to start by saying, if it hasn't already been obvious, as I showed you before, we actually started recording and I put on my special glass, like I am such a bulletproof and Dave Asprey fan. I have read two of your books before reading this one. I have been adding a tablespoon of bulletproof brain octane oil to my coffee every day along with my grass-fed ghee. My only issue, Dave, I love everything about you, but I honestly got sick off the yak butter tea that I drink when I was in, when I was in Tibet. It actually, I think it was rancid and I yacked my way. That's what I, <laughs> I yacked my way across Tibet. After I drink the tea that that actually inspired Bulletproof, right? You know, back when I, I graduated from my MBA, I said, you know, I did that a little bit later than a lot of people do. I had about eight years between my undergrad and my MBA, I went to Wharton. And I said, you know, I haven't really taken time off. I'm going to take three months and I'm going to go travel and see some things I want to see. I want to learn meditation from the masters. And I went to China and I went to Tibet and I went to the Great Wall and, you know, various other parts of Southeast Asia and didn't have an agenda, just wandered. And one of the places I ended up was in Mount Kailash, which is the holiest mountain in the world. It's very hard to get to, about a five-day four-wheel drive. And there's a thing that you do 
where you walk this 26 mile circuit around this mountain. And lots of pilgrims from Buddhist traditions or Hindu traditions or something called the bone tradition do it. And I read about it in Outside Magazine years ago. I was like, this is on my bucket list. And I just randomly met someone. This girl was like, hey, I'm going there. I'm like, all right, let's do it. So I went and I'm at 18,000 feet and it's 10 degrees below zero. My water bottle thing is freezing in my backpack and it's just miserable. And a little lady gives me a bowl of yak butter tea. But see, this was in the middle of nowhere where it's fresh. And I drank it. I'm like, wow, my brain turned on. I've already been a raw vegan. You know, I've lost a hundred pounds that I had when I was in my undergrad. And I just felt so lit up. Like something has to be happening here. And it took me a long time to figure out all the things that were going on. And I came back and just out of curiosity, you know, I, I came back in 2004 and started putting butter in various things and practicing and just like testing. And eventually in 2010, I shared my first blog post and that was my very first post. Like, here's this weird thing I invented called Bulletproof Coffee. And by then I replaced coffee that didn't have toxins in it, figured out the bad proteins you can put in coffee and all these things. And I'm like, I wish I'd have had this when I was younger because I can think my brain works. It, it made me not ADD. And I barely graduated <laughs> from all of my training. Of course, I went to an Ivy League school. You know, I can't complain, but man, I struggled a lot. And if I'd have known how to turn my brain on, school would have been pretty much effortless as it was. It was a combination of, you know, anxiety, bad habits and a brain, the hardware problems that just wouldn't work. Of course, at the time, I'm like, maybe I'm not as smart as I think I am. Maybe something's wrong with me. It's a willpower issue. But all of that was really hardware problems and some anxiety and, and all of that was hackable. And for me, getting my brain working gave me the energy to be able to do way more now <laughs> than I could when I was in college, which is pretty amazing. You're supposed to decline as you age, but that's not, that's not the way I'm doing it. Yeah, that's the, that's the narrative that we were raised on, right? That you're supposed to, like, it's normal for your brain to have difficulty recalling names and places and data, whatever it is, as you age. But honestly, if you're taking care of yourself, the opposite is true. Well, I will tell you, based on one of the one of the books I've written, which was it was on the monthly science bestseller list, which is a different thing than most books. This is it was between Homo Deus and Sapiens and the Secret Life of Trees and all these things. So as an author, that's a big deal. And I studied how how our brains are actually wired and what makes them go, what powers them. And the data in there shows that 48% of people under age 40, that means in your 20s, even in your teens, have early onset mitochondrial dysfunction. And that sounds pretty technical, but what it really means is that your body does a crappy job of taking 30 pounds of air and some food, combining them and making the electricity that powers your brain and everything else you do too. So if you're sitting there going, man, I'm really pushing hard, you're pushing hard with half the power you could have. And I was certainly in that case. And having that extra weight is a sign of it. Having brain fog is a sign of it. And just feeling wrecked is a sign of it. And that raises the question, well, what the heck is causing that? Because normally that doesn't hit you until you're 40. And then they just call it aging. And that also is optional. You can have a young person's energy production no matter your age, as long as you know what the levers are. So I wrote the book about that. And every single thing I've ever written on my Dave Asprey blog, everything that's powered Bulletproof has been if someone had just told me this when I was 16, I would not have been obese. I would not have struggled in school. I would have been able to focus at will. I wouldn't have gotten sick all the time. I wouldn't have weighed 300 pounds. My career would have been easier. Like a lot of suffering would have gone out. And that's why 
Bulletproof has been, you know, profoundly transformative for people in college. And since the very first parts of the blog, I mean, I know people now that Dave, I started reading this stuff when I was 16 and now I'm 26 and like my life is so different and I have all this power and energy. But I will tell you when I was 19, I would have said, you know, I don't care that much about my health. Yeah, I know I'm fat and all, but really, you know what I want to do? I want to be smart. I want to you know, grow my career, make my mark in the world. And I want to get laid. And <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like that's normal. Totally. And this book taught me something that I think is so important to understand. You don't make most of the decisions in your body. There's a quadrillion ancient bacteria embedded in your cells. Those mitochondria I talked about. They run an algorithm, an operating system for all life forms. And imagine you're playing a sim kind of video game where you know, you're God and you have to make a new life form that's going to last forever. Well, because it's a little bacteria, it doesn't have a brain. It doesn't, it can't think about time. It doesn't have much knowledge or ability to do things. So it has to do simple rules. The number one rule that everyone runs on, including whatever age you are, is run away from, kill or hide from scary things. Don't get eaten, right? And so fear gets 10 times more focus, more energy production, more energy suck than anything else in your life. And the second thing that, and this is not you choosing this, this is your cells choosing it for you. The second thing is, hmm, eat everything because famine has killed everything there is. So step one, fear. Step two, food. And then, okay, you're making this little life form. What else does it have to do to stay around for billions of years? That's also an F word. Fuck. I was going to say fertility, but I mean, oh, okay. I, can, <laughs> I mean, no, that's fine. <laughs> I made you say it. I made you say it. Yeah, but yeah, okay. that was the F word I was talking about. Yeah. So, yeah. Right. And that gets three times more energy than is necessary. And that's because now you're playing your little God video game. Well, you know, if I don't make sure that these little bacteria reproduce, they won't. And then it's the end of the species. So now you're sitting here in class and you're like, okay, am I going to fail this class? Because failure feels like death. It's fear. So you've got anxiety that's sucking energy, right? And then, oh, I'm hungry probably because you're eating like crap, partly because it's hard to feed yourself well in college. You can't do it, but it's expensive unless you know the tricks, right? And if you do intermittent fasting, like the new Fast This Way book, that's one way to save money and save time and have more energy, which is why it's really powerful. But then that third thing, okay, now you're trying to pay attention to some boring math lecture and you're like, okay, what's going on that's scary? And it, am I going to get a job when I'm out of college? All that stuff. I'm really hungry. I'm thinking about nachos. And then well, is that an attractive pair of legs next to me? It's no wonder it's hard to pay attention to math and, and it's okay, right? So then the trick is how do I get more energy into my brain so I have enough energy to, well, turn off my food cravings, recognize that I can play with those legs later, <laughs> not worry about stuff. And if you have enough energy in there, there's enough left over for learning. But you are not wired to learn when you're constantly thinking about food, when you're constantly thinking about failure, and you're constantly thinking about sex. And you're supposed to think about sex between about 16 and 25 Mother Nature has intentionally not given you the full prefrontal cortex that puts you fully in charge of everything you do. You've got some of it, but not all of it. It's just, it, it really gets finally formalized around 24, 25. And there's changes in your brain that happen after then. But during that time, you're wired to probably put 10x on sex as well. So you're sitting there going, man, I've got all this stuff going on. It's, it's time for you to leave the tribe because we evolved you know, 150 people on the savannah. And your parents have to suddenly become stupid. You're, all the people around you do so that you're willing to face lions, tigers, and bears, go across the savannah and reproduce with another tribe so we don't inbreed. This is why 
you're like, okay, I'm off in college. I'm off studying. And this is why the pandemic's been really stressful because every fiber in your being is like, get out of here. I got to go hang with my friends. I got to go learn. I got to go make my mark. I got to do all these things. Yet here you are, you know, stuck somewhere without all the stuff that you're wired to do. And that creates more anxiety, right? And that's that first fear word. So we're in a weird time right now. Totally. But having more energy solves all of that. Thanks for tuning in to this K-Cup mini episode of Time for Coffee. If you want to listen to our entire caffeinated career conversation, please check out the show notes for this episode. Thanks so much for listening to Time for Coffee, where the professionals in the jobs that most interest you always have time to grab coffee 24-7, no matter where you live. I have one quick favor to ask you. Remember to rate, review, and subscribe to Time for Coffee. Thanks so much.